Welcome back to the third season of Fisher Link, a podcast presented by Fisher Inc. Magazine for the Fisher College of Business Tally stories in and around Ohio State that you may not have heard about. My name is Grant Powelson, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Yu. Sean, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, hi, um, I'm Sean, as Grant mentioned. I am a fourth-year marketing major with a minor in leadership studies here at Fisher, and I've been with Fisher Inc. for all four years of college, and I am currently the VP of Photography. Oh, yeah. And today we are joined by third-year Nicole Crone, the Director of Alleviating Poverty Through Entrepreneurship, a student organization that gathers local social entrepreneurs to share insight on tackling poverty and injustice through innovative means, giving students and others the opportunity to learn, network, and collaborate. Each year, they host a summit at the Union, newly titled the Business Generating Goods Summit, which involves insights from entrepreneurs into sustainable initiatives for the common good, as well as networking opportunities and snacks. This year, the summit will take place on Saturday, February 15th at the Ohio Union. Thanks for joining us today, Nicole. Do you mind telling our listeners a little bit about yourself, where your major, where you're from, and what inspired you to get involved with APTE? Yeah, thanks for having me today. Um, so I am from Cincinnati, Ohio. I am a marketing major and I have minors in business analytics and design thinking. Um, and what really inspired me to get involved with APTE or alleviating poverty through entrepreneurship was just my interest in social enterprise as a whole and using business as a force for good. Um, so when I was growing up in Cincinnati, I came to know the term social entrepreneurship by basically just trying to way to find doing good, combine doing good with um, business, which is what I was interested in as well. Uh, I worked at a coffee roastery in Cincinnati for a while that had a lot of different social practices. And so when I came to Ohio State, I knew that I wanted to try to find something that would really communicate these values and that was focused on these issues. So when I searched the student directory and typed in social entrepreneurship, APTE was the only club that came up um, as it's a very specialized thing going on here in the community. Uh, But really what inspired me to come and to join this organization was one, that there was a great community both in Columbus and at Ohio State. And also they were putting on some really cool events that I was interested in learning more about and engaging with. Okay. So it was your only choice and the best choice at the same time. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So to make sure our listeners have a good grasp on what your organization does, do you mind explaining exactly what a social entrepreneur is and how it's different from a nonprofit or for-profit entrepreneur? Sure thing. So social entrepreneurship is essentially using business as a force for good, as I said before. Um, There are a couple of different things that would distinguish a social enterprise versus a nonprofit or a corporate. If you think about nonprofits, nonprofits really are structured on the grants and donors um, and also the governments that are incorporated into their missions. So they're receiving their funding from outside sources. Um, The big thing with social enterprises is that they're self-sustaining. So they either have a product or a service that they're utilizing in order to make and generate the profits that will then be reinvested back into their businesses. So the social impact is woven into a social enterprise as given by the name. Um, And it, it really, the thing that's happening is that uh, when a, when a business is created, it's, it's, it can be used for either uh, a profit sense or for social impact and social entrepreneurship combines these two things. If you think about a corporate company, uh, really what they're doing is they have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders. So 
they're selling a profit or they're selling a product or they uh, have a service and when they bring in money they have to reinvest that into the business or pay it out to their stakeholders uh, and so they can incorporate social responsibility into their missions but a social enterprise is saying that they have a responsibility to not only uh, investing in the company but also into doing something good for the world and do social enterprises also have stakeholders or not? Sometimes, okay. yeah. It depends on the business, it really does. And I think that's one of the things that's hard to understand about social entrepreneurship is that it is kind of a fluid concept and everyone has a slightly different definition. So a social enterprise could technically be a nonprofit, um, but it's all about the structure and how they do it. But for me, the main thing that is how I differentiate it is just the intention of the business and making sure that it does has a, have a sustainable revenue source. So in the community, you could think about companies like Hot Chicken Takeover. Um, so they employ second chance workers and uh, they do a lot of good through that. You might have also heard of the Roosevelt Coffee Shop. So they donate a lot of money to a few different really cool um, impact areas. And so we can think of different examples. Also in the wide sphere of things, you can think of companies like Tom's Shoes um, or Patagonia who have really great um, social impact missions woven into their businesses. So what usually occurs at each summit and what do you expect for this upcoming one? So there are a lot of things that have happened at our summits in the past. Uh, this will be our 12th annual summit, so we're really excited about that. And each year it changes a little bit to keep interests up. So some years we have breakout sessions, one year we hosted a poverty simulation, um, but we always have keynote speakers and we always have a community building portion of the event. Um, so this year at our summit, we're featuring keynote speakers as well as a panel discussion and then a community building networking portion of the event. So we're really excited about that. Um, it being on a Saturday, we think it's gonna be a very awesome way to wake up on a Saturday morning and you know learn about social impact in business and trying to incorporate good into your lives. Yeah, awesome. I'm really excited for it. And I personally registered for it as you all <laughs> should do the same. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so who are the speakers in this year's summit and why did you choose them? Sure. So one of our keynote speakers is Linda Appel-Lipsius. She is the CEO of Tetulia Teas, which supplies all of the teas for the university. Um, but they actually have some really cool social initiatives that are woven into their business. Uh, when they started, they really, they took over this land and they revitalized it. They have a completely women-run farm and they're incorporating a lot of cool things into that. So for example, it's kind of an, an odd example, but um, they sell with the women cows. They basically, they invest in these women and they give them the opportunity to have a loan, um, to loan a cow. And then once they loan the cow, they want the dung from the cow. So they don't want anything that the cow gives other than its dung. So My they're, part. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're allowed to keep the milk. They're allowed to keep the offspring and eventually they can pay back the money, um, and actually own the cow outright. But the, the main idea is trying to invest in the community and really build it up. 
and in return you get some awesome tea. So we're excited about her. Um, we're also having George Alexander from a company called OneSight. It's a nonprofit based out of Cincinnati that provides vision care to those in need. Um, so a lot of people do not have access to affordable vision care or even vision care at all. So we're excited to see and hear about their missions. They're creating sustainable vision centers around the world. And then we also have a one of the leadership team members from Jenny's Splendid Ice Cream, so a lovely Columbus favorite. Our panel will feature a hot chicken takeover, global gifts, and Procter & Gamble. So the real idea with this panel is looking across the spectrum of social impact in business. So whether you want to be involved in a nonprofit, a social enterprise, or a corporate company in the corporate social responsibility sense, we're trying to showcase that you can find a way in whatever structure that you might desire. Yeah, we got some big names coming then. Yeah, <laughs> we're excited. So what are some of the impacts that these organizations have on a global scale? Besides for a tutor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there are a lot of different things. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that is part of social entrepreneurship is that your cause can really stretch out to anything that you want it to be. Um, for example, with OneSite, uh, they partner with the corporate company Luxotica, as well as a couple of other vision centers and vision companies. And really what they're trying to do is they're trying to go and they provide glasses and vision screenings and surgeries to people in the remotest areas of the world. Um, so for example, I was talking to someone from Luxotica who recently traveled this past summer to Brazil, floated down the Amazon River for about 25 hours, and they set up a vision center there. Um, but really the stories of these children and, and families who have never been able to fully see is incredible. So it's putting a pair of glasses on a kid's face and then seeing their potential grow extra extraordinarily is something that you just can't take away from someone. So you've got things like that. Um, you also have things like hot chicken, as I mentioned, where people who have previously been unable to be employed are being employed again. So given a second chance to really come back to society and do something good, be it if they were um, sex trafficked in the past, if they were incarcerated or things of that nature. Um, you also have impacts on the sustainability side, so trying to save the world. But no matter what you're interested in, no matter what your passion is in, social enterprise can fill that gap because there are companies doing things in all different avenues. Yeah, these are some great companies, and wow, I, I can't even speak on that. That's <laughs> okay. um, so, what are some potential ways that you think poverty could maybe be alleviated in the Columbus community? I know it's a big problem, but yeah, do you have any ideas? Sure. You know? So, I think that's a really challenging question just because I have never been in poverty, and so I don't understand poverty at the level that some of the people in the community do obviously that, that have lived it that have experienced it more um, I think that one of the biggest problems for understanding poverty is that we as students and as a community don't realize how many people are in poverty and what poverty means to them um, I can speak to this in that I just started volunteering for this group called the Star House, specifically a social enterprise that works there called Wild Tiger Tees, and they employ uh, youth who are homeless to screen print t-shirts. So it's really cool, but it's run through this uh, shelter called Star House that hosts people ages 18 to 24, I believe. and when you go in there, it's kind of eye-opening. It's, it's like we, I'm 20 years old 
and there are people in there that are the same age as me, and yet I am living a completely different life. I luckily am privileged enough to have the ability to go to school and to do all these things, have extreme opportunity, but there are also people who need to stay the night in one of these places because it's, you know, 20 degrees outside and they would freeze. So it's just getting that getting that perspective to say, hey, look, we are an Ohio State's campus and there are really great things going on, but how can we step outside of ourselves and realize that there are other things happening? Um, I think that one of the things that I've learned while I was there is that there really is a lack of stability in the jobs that they're willing to or able to work with. So in because of this, there's generational poverty. It's hard to get out of poverty, especially when you're having kids young. A lot of the people in the shelter have kids already. And then going out and trying to find a good, stable job that no one is willing to invest in you because clearly you haven't had the opportunity to get involved in stable things in the past. It's just, it's, it's wild. And I think that's one of the things with APT that we're trying to consider is just looking at the other side of the story. Um, looking at these troubling things that are going on in our world and saying how can we try to stand behind at least an organization that's making a difference um, so I don't have good answers to be honest that was a great answer. I don't yeah. think anyone has good answers no and no one really understand it until they experience it themselves and honestly we have an obligation to help these people out mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's so terrible so well <laughs> besides for the awesome summit which I'm very excited for what else does your organization do throughout the year Yeah, so we do a couple of different things. Um, One of our main things that we started doing this year is coffee chats. So we just hit up a local coffee shop and we talk to some cool entrepreneurs and people who are doing and incorporate social impact into their lives. Um, So we've talked with people in the sociology field. We've talked with people who are entrepreneurs, um, but really just trying to get that other side of the story and learn more because it's easy to go through our college experiences and not think about things. Um, But deep thinking is important and we can do a lot of deep thinking outside of the classroom. So another thing is our poverty simulation, which we're going to host in the fall. We're excited about that. Um, I've heard it's a really cool opportunity to learn about what poverty can feel like, um, even though obviously none of us are in poverty, but there's a person in the community that puts these on. And then we also are very interactive with the local social enterprise community, so we're able to attend their events, meet up with those people, and in turn they come to our summit, so it's a very lively community, so really just finding ways to um, kind of create a bridge between the university and the Columbus community is important to us. Okay. We're always looking for new members, so if any of this is interesting, we'd love to have it. Can you speak a little bit more on the poverty simulation, perhaps? Like, what exactly would happen there? Yeah, so to my understanding, um, they kind of walk you through a few weeks, almost, in a couple of hours. So you're experiencing what someone in poverty might deal with, be it... You know, you are trying to get to your job, but there's no bus around. So how do you do that? How do you um, not have food and then have to do something else? So I I don't know enough about it to give full on descriptions, but it does sound like pretty intense, an impactful, yeah. intense situation yeah. where you're realizing all the different nuances that go into being in poverty. Okay. And yeah, for those who want to join, their website is aptesummit.org. And you can go there for more information or to register for their upcoming summit, which is again on Saturday, February 15th at the Union. And that's it for this week's episode of Fisher Link.
Thanks for joining us today, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Sean, for joining. Fisher Link is presented by Fisher Inc., the student-run magazine for the Fisher College of Business. I'm Greg Powelson, the Vice President of Podcasts for Fisher Link, and I would like to thank Lily Wong, the President of Fisher Inc., as well as my co-host Sean, Fisher Inc.'s Vice President of Photography, and our guest Nicole for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed listening, please leave a review, check out our past episodes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Fisher Inc. Mag for updates on future episodes. Fisher Link is available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and on FisherInkMag.com, where you can stay informed on all things Fisher. Thanks so much for listening, and go Bucks!